Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Have you heard? Metro by T-Mobile now includes Amazon Prime. Yes, enjoy the best of shopping and entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, free shipping, and much more. All included for just $40 per line for three lines. All on the T-Mobile network. Discover the smarter way. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 480p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions. Recording live from Jake's Sports and Spirits in the historic Rhino District of Denver, Colorado, it's the Pickaxe Podcast, presented by Denver Stiffs. Now, here is your host, Adam Mates. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Pickaxe Podcast, presented by Denver Stiffs. I am your host, Adam Mates, and I'm joined by a very special guest, not only one of my favorite Nuggets players, but one of my favorite NBA players, Wilson Chandler. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Ah, really glad to have you on here. Um, I want to get started here with your summer, because, you know, obviously I follow you on social media. Yeah. There was some interesting stuff on there, and this one's especially close to my heart, or something I have interest in, is that you were in a self-driving car. Yeah. This summer, right? How did that happen? Um, so I um, went through the NBA with these um, job uh, shadowing uh, things, and um, one of the places was Google. I mean, that caught my attention right away. So I was like, I definitely go to an internship at uh, Google. So we was there walking around the campus, and uh, so one of the players asked about the self-driving cars. Like, you want to? They were like, you want guys want to see one? I'm like, sure. And we went over there. Guy was like, we can give you a ride in one. And, uh, so we rode in one. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, we couldn't take pictures, only on the outside, not wow. on the inside. So, how long were you in the car? Uh, we we rode for about a good thirty minutes. What was that like? I've never been inside one, but I'm so curious about them. It was crazy. It's uh, it hard to get adjusted to it. You just like sitting there, like the car's really driving itself. <laughs> you know, the guys in the front seat, just in case anything happens. But it's like the car's driving, it's turning. It can see when it's a red light, it knows when another car's coming from the intersection, so it gets over, it slows down. So you were in traffic? Yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, we was driving on the, on the streets. So everything I, I read is that these are going to be out in like the next four or five years, maybe yeah. sooner. Yeah. You think you'll, you'll get one? Is that something you would, you would purchase? I think um, eventually, yes. You got to let yeah. somebody else get in the crashes first. Yeah, I, I think I'd get it on the second uh, go around. There you go. I want to ask you obviously, this was popular. It made around, around the internet, but you caught a giant fish. Yeah. Like a whale, basically. Yeah. Uh, first of all, where was that at? Uh, I was in Jupiter, Florida. Okay. Yeah, so I went down there. Um, the guy from Black Tip has a YouTube channel, so he does a lot of fishing on there. And, um, we had a mutual friend, so you know, I went down there and fished with those guys. And the first, I caught the Goliath group at first and they wasn't taping okay. I caught a 300 pound one and then they wasn't taping so we had to do it again then the second one I caught was 350 pounds so I was <laughs> super tired after how long did that take to reel in um good 15 15 and 20 minutes uh it's a good like 
the first 10 minutes is super hard, you know, but once it stop, stops fighting, it's uh, not too bad. Did you, what do you do with a 400-pound fish? Oh, we let it go. Um, oh, okay. they, um, they are on a verge of extinction, so we had to let oh, it go. Yeah. You only can have it um, hooked for so long, as, you know, so we had to let it go. Is fishing a hobby of yours? I grew up fishing um, in Michigan, so I like to fish every now and then. I don't, I don't do as much as I used to as a kid, but I still go every now and then. What type of fishing in Michigan? Uh, just off, off the bank in the lake and the rivers. Gotcha. Yeah. Right on. Um, you've been fishing out here in Colorado, by chance? No, no. Okay. Yeah. The fish are a little out here. I heard, it, I heard it's good fishing, though. Yeah, I didn't see this one. Um, so I... I just want to know, what, what hobbies do people maybe not know about? What are you doing when you're not playing basketball that maybe people don't know? Uh, I read a lot. I read yeah? A lot. Yeah. I read a lot. Um, I think everybody knows I go to the movies a lot. Yeah. Um, watch a lot of documentaries. Um, love chilling with my kids. And, yeah. And spending time with them. Uh, I love watching cartoons. So I'm really? A, I'm a big cartoon fan. So. What type of cartoons? Uh, my, my favorite of all time would probably be between Dragon Ball Z and maybe... Um, I really like the. I really like Family Guy. Family Guy. Yeah, but I like a lot of uh, '90s cartoons like uh, Hey Arnold and Doug and stuff like that. Nice. So another thing near dear to my heart. You were in Senegal this yeah. summer, right? You were at the uh, Seeds. Academy? No, I didn't. Go, I didn't go this year, but uh, I, I normally go in the summer. Yeah. So you've been I, a couple times. Yeah. All right. How did that come about? Um, I, it's this guy um, that used to work for Nike. Um, not on the basketball side, just a friend that I know. Um, and he had a friend that was doing a nonprofit and. Um, helping out with the seed project so we went out to eat one night and she was just talking about africa and i was like man i would, I would let her go and see how it works just kind of like i was being serious but at the same time i didn't really mean like right away right and i think that was it had to be like uh maybe like in, in march or whenever we had played in uh new york at the time and uh-huh. then i think the the thing was actually in like the first week of June. She's like, "Yeah, you should come in June." I was like, "Yeah, I think about it. Maybe I'll come." And then she she emailed me. It was like in May. It was like, "You still want to come?" I'm like, "It's like in two weeks." Uh-huh. And then I just last minute just went, and I loved it. And um, just keep in touch with them guys all the time. Um, the people that's running it and stuff like that. So it's it's a basketball academy. Where you did you spend the entire time with the guys like with the academy? No, I went. I went the first few days. I was just like out exploring. Um, the city I was in Dakar I started in Dakar they had a couple fundraisers inside the city um and then we just going around the city went to the beach we went to uh, Gory Island um where they they held the slaves and stuff and um then the last the last few days Friday Saturday Sunday I went to the camp uh the first time I went actually Masai was there really yeah so I I spent some time with Masai that's cool I love Africa. I've been twice. It's far my favorite place. I've only been to East Africa, though. I've never been to Senegal and West Africa. Yeah, I'm going to definitely go. I'm going to go back this this coming summer, but I'm going to do more than just Senegal. I want to see a couple more countries. Which ones? I'm not sure yet. um, I want to see Ethiopia. I want to see Sierra Leone. I want to go to South Africa. So i just I got to make a decision. That's cool. Those are all good places. It's a, it's a big place. So, you know. Yeah. I'm going to get back to Wilson Chandler here in just a second, but I want to tell you about Stiff's Night Out coming up on Wednesday, the 26th. It's the season opener for the Denver Nuggets. It's our best Stiff's Night Out event of the year. It's going to be at Jake Sports and Spirits at 3800 Walnut Street in Denver. They are our, our longest sponsor. They've been sponsoring us since we started, and uh, it's just a great bar. There's going to be I hope you, you, you want to listen to this because we're going to do some cool stuff. There's going to be discounts on drinks and food. But then we're going to have 40 T-shirts, Denver Stiffs T-shirts to give away. And they're actually really, really, really cool T-shirts. Um, 
Andy Feinstein, the founder of the site, actually designed them and had them printed. So we're going to have 40 to give away. Uh, so show up. You're going to want to get those. And then it's just a great environment to watch the Nuggets. Uh, and I think they're going to get a win. So, again, Wednesday, the 26th, uh, we're going to start at 530. The game starts at 6, and we're going to go till till the game is over. Uh, so come on down. So I want to go back, uh, you know, to last year, about this time last year. Yeah. Obviously, you got the news about the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, just take us back there. What was, what was, when did you find out, and what was that moment like? Um, when I actually when I when I felt it, I felt it for a few weeks. But the last game I played in um, OKC, since I had it on my left side, when I was feeling it, I'm like, man, it's kind of like the same feeling. So I kind of knew, like in the back of my head. But I was just hoping and like trying to psych myself out. Then once I seen a doctor, they told me, and um, then that's when we had to make a, a group decision. But I mean, it was it was tough, you know. It's like uh, not again, or then you worry about like the media, you worry about like fans right. stuff like that. It's like a, it's a tough situation. You try to stay positive, but at the same time, it's like you can't help but let the stuff get to you sometimes. What did what did you do when you found out? I mean, when you first found out, did you just go home, turn the phone off, or uh, not. Nah, I went to watch a movie. That's like <laughs> we were just talking about on the um, on the elevators. It's like one of my favorite things to do to uh, relax is watch a movie. So I, I went to watch a movie um, and just chilled out and talked to a couple of friends, talked to my agent, yeah. and just you know um, just sat and just like try to have positive thoughts about it, you know. And, um, and we did some um, pre-surgery rehab and stuff like that. So um, the surgery went much better than my left side actually. Mm. As far as like uh, the procedure and uh, recovering, and, like the whole process, so you know, I was happy with it after I had the surgery. I was happy with the summer, how they went, and um, coming back this year. What's it? I mean, take me through rehab real quick, especially those first few months. Like, yeah. it, what what do you do? What's an average day when you're rehabbing a uh, new injury? Yeah, the hip is is crazy because um, you can't lose the mobility, so you start rehab literally the next day wow like after surgery so you start rehab it's not too much but you start biking um you start uh, trying to you know walk um on crutches for a distance for a longer distance um but um once you get into it um pretty much you come in you know you get with the pt do uh some stretch and do some modalities um some soft tissue work you do uh hip exercises strengthen the muscles up around it the quads the hamstrings the glutes and then um, once you get back on the uh, start back on the court, you do that the, the same uh, warm up regimen. You go in the weight room, you do some strength stuff, then you get on the court. So early on, how many hours are we talking of rehab? Uh, maybe uh, two and a half, three hours every day. Yeah. And then as you get back on the court, you're doing that plus yeah workouts. Yeah. So you, you spend a lot of time rehabbing. Um, and then um, for me, I, I probably did a little bit more than you know normally uh, just to just stay on top of things. I mean, yeah. it's the summertime. I mean, right. What else I do I have to do? So, <laughs> right. Um, how much basketball did you watch last season? Not just Nuggets, but I didn't watch much. Just really? only, just Nuggets. Yeah. yeah. And then whoever we play, I don't watch much. I try to um, just focus on like just staying healthy and keep positive thoughts. You know, the more basketball you watch, the more you do alone, uh, not playing. So. Really? Yeah. So, what was it like watching this team last year? I mean, it's hard, but at the same time, it's um, it's good just to see like um, where you could probably probably fit in at, where you can help out at, and just watching players grow. You know, um, guys who probably wouldn't play a lot of minutes. Yeah. You know, um, 
especially with me going out and guys being in and out last year, getting to uh, grow. So yeah. It's always a positive to everything. It's like Gary Harris, you played with him one year, but he didn't get a lot of minutes. Right. So last year you played a lot. You got to watch him, yeah. Nicola, Moutier. Mm -hmm. Are you watching these guys? Are you thinking how you fit in with them? Are you thinking I want to play with these guys? Yeah, definitely. I think you know, we got a lot of uh, great young talent, you know, um, a lot of unselfish players. You know, yeah. um, the bigs are really great. Gary is, is good on both ends of the floor. Will's grown a lot, you know, Moutier. So, I mean, I'm definitely excited, you know, to play all with, all, with all those guys. When you're rehabbing from an injury, do you feel like you're a part of the team? Is there a part of you that feels like you're you're separate because you're not always with you know going through the struggle? Yeah, it's separate because you know when when guys are practicing on court, uh, they playing in the game. You kind of like doing your rehab on the side, or you you know sometimes you're in the back doing the games, doing rehab, watching on TV. So it's kind of like you're there, but you separate. It's kind of like yeah, you're like a scout almost. So yeah. like this year, it's almost like you're getting to know these guys, this personality even more, yeah. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, what's the best part about being back? The game, just playing. Yeah. Just being on the court? Yeah, on the court, definitely. We'll get back to Wilson here in a second, but I want to tell you about our other sponsor, Watch Club Denver. Uh, they're a brand-new local company, fan of the Denver Stiffs and fan of the Pickaxe Podcast. And what they are is a full-service laundry company that offers on-demand pickup and delivery of your laundry. Here's how it works. Go to watchclubdenver.com or the Watch Club app. And you just fill out your order, you, you set your laundry out on the porch, they're going to come pick it up, they'll do your laundry, return it right back to your doorstep so you don't have to worry about a thing. It's a really, really cool company, they're local, and they're a fan of the site, so they've given us our own promo code, STIFFS, S-T-I-F-F-S. If you put that promo code in, you get 25% off of your order. How great is that? So support the companies that support this podcast and support our site, and check them out, washclubdenver.com or the Wash Club app. Is there a moment this season or a, a, a milestone or something you're most looking forward to? Um, for me, I just um, personally, uh, my only goal is to stay healthy. You know, I think, you know, once I, you know, I get the health down packed, you know, I mean, anything is possible, you know. I think I'm a good player, so yeah. as long as I focus on health and just stay on the court, you know, everything else will work out. And uh, just um, for as far as a team, just uh, progress, you know, just uh, going every game, get better every game, wins and losses, just take, you know, uh, one game at a time and take all the positives out. If we lose a game, go back, look at what we did wrong, how we can correct it and move on to the next game and win the next game. How, how do you feel you're different as a player and, and really more importantly as a person now than when you first came into the league? Uh, just, um, I've been through a lot since I've been in the league. Um, on the court and off the court with injuries, family, just uh, a lot of emotional stuff. So I think just growing as a person and um, knowing like everything is not necessarily guaranteed, you know. Um, right. So you definitely um, take stuff for, uh, for granted sometimes. So I think just growing uh, mentally uh, and just being around a lot of different things. You uh, just look at basketball and um, the opportunity we have to uh, be able to play the sport. You know, you're like. I don't know, maybe the fourth or fifth oldest guy on this team. Yeah. Is it sometimes you look back and you're like, man, these guys are young and I'm the vet? Yeah, it's crazy because sometimes like when I'm just just like practicing with the guys, or just we just hanging out. And I don't really like look at it as like, man, these guys are young. Right. Like you hear their age and you're like, man. Or <laughs> something my second year in the league, I'm like, I've been in the league a long time. I'm pretty, you know. Yeah. I, Gallo had such an interesting quote at media day because he said these rookies are lucky they have us because we're good vets. There's yeah. there's bad vets out there. Do you yeah. feel that way? Like. 
yeah. you can take these guys in. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, when I came in the NBA, it was um, that's when vests were hard on you. Know, we had I had good vests too, but we had a lot of vests that was <laughs> that was pretty tough. You know, um, yeah. I had Zach Randolph, yeah. um, Stephon Marbury, guys like that. So I had a lot of like old vests. Like even Allen Houston was that was his last year. He was still trying to. Like stay in the league, so That's I had a lot. Of, yeah, I had a lot of older vets. So it was, it was a different league then. You could write a whole volume of books, I think, about those Knicks teams, those early yeah, Knicks teams. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how would you characterize this Nuggets team? You've been on a lot of different uh-huh. types of teams. What, what's unique about this group? I think uh, we're super diverse, not only just in um, culture and um, yeah. stuff like that. Um, I think it's like uh, being able to play uh, many ways. You know, we can go big, we can go small. You know, we can play inside out. We can play up tempo. Um, yeah. and play different ways. This group seems like it's a lot of guys that like basketball. And I yeah. know everybody in the NBA, they work hard, and yeah. that's why they're here. But does this group seem like a lot of hoop heads, especially a lot of hoop heads? Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, I mean, like you said, it's the NBA. But at the same time, I think when you've been playing for so long, sometimes it starts to feel like a job. Right. You know, um, I think with this team, like you said, everybody loves basketball. So it's, um, it's kind of easy to come in every day and work hard and get better and um, learn one another on the court. What kind of coach is, is Michael Malone? I think he's a tough coach, but I think he's a fair coach at the same time. You know, um, you always want a good balance between tough and being uh, a coach that's uh, kind of like can relate to the players. I think he's doing a better job this year relating to the players really? um, and listening to the players, but still having that edge where he's um, kind of tough. Is he similar to, I mean, you've played for D'Antoni, you played yeah. for George Carl, Brian Shaw. Is he similar to any of those guys? He's on- No, not at all. He's definitely different. Um, I don't really know how to finger point him, but he's different. Um, those guys are more D'Antoni and Shaw, for sure. Definitely more easy going. He's more, you know, a bit upbeat, you know, um, in tune to his um like defense and that's being cool. real strict on players and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. So this is my last one for you, and it, it's kind yeah. of funny. George Carl has a tell-all book coming out uh-huh. in January. Are you interested in picking that book up? Is that something you're, you? I would I would probably read it just because I know. I mean, I wouldn't be in there doing much, so I would, yeah. definitely, I, I would definitely I wouldn't be nervous to read it. So I definitely would check it out. There's not yeah. gonna be a chapter in there that's just dirt on Wilson Chandler. Nah, we we, um, <laughs> we kind of had a, like. I understand, and like you know, if he came this way, I was going that way. We never, we, we never really butted heads. We never really had too many conversations. We just had like a just a good understanding. So that's cool, yeah. Wilson. I'm so excited. To, I mean, you know, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm so you. excited to see you on the court this year. Nuggets fans are excited. Thanks appreciate so much it. for sitting. Yeah, anytime. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for listening to the Pickaxe Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit us on the web at DenverStiffs.com. I'm Susan from Safeway. Are you ready for a road trip? You can save on gas by shopping at Safeway. It's easy. Shop at Safeway and earn gas reward points. Then save up to 20 cents per gallon at participating Chevron or Texaco stations or up to $1 per gallon at Safeway stations. That's right, up to $1 per gallon at Safeway stations just for shopping with us. Redeem your rewards at participating Chevron, Texaco, and Safeway gas stations. Limited to 25 gallons in a single fill-up. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. Visit store or Safeway.com for details. This is Susan from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.